Hey everyone, uh, and welcome to my first discussion episode. Uh, this is going to be rather informal, and it's going to feature me rambling my thoughts on a specific topic more than the kind of uniformed episodes that I've started producing with my first one. And um, in this case, I want to discuss the destruction of statues in regards to BM protests, the Black Lives Matter protests that are going on. So I'll start by saying that I'm, of course, a BOM supporter, and I think this discussion I'm about to have will actually add to better understanding how Black Lives Matter by the end of this discussion. Um, and I understand all the sides to this debate, and I can completely synthesize why people lean in all different directions to this debate. Um, I'd like to hope that my point of view is, is a nice middle ground, which you'll understand, I hope you'll understand my point, you don't necessarily have to agree, but I hope you understand it by the end of this discussion. Um, I hope you can respect my opinion, and feel free to get involved, I'd love to hear your opinion, so just email me at um, podgeniekistory at gmail.com. So, if you don't know, public statues are figures who have been racist in various ways, such as owning slaves or trading slaves, are being destroyed. And I want to discuss why I think we shouldn't be destroying these statues, but actually placing them in museums. So, before I get into this, there's a couple outliers to these current events that are unfolding that I'd first like to mention that I won't be considering for the rest of my discussion, because as I say, I feel like they're outliers to this kind of event. Um, the first is the vandalization of the Mafia's Baldwin statue, which is in Philadelphia, and I think it's by the City Hall. Um, so Matthias Baldwin is being, his statue is being vandalized with BOM tags and things like that. Uh, the only problem with this is that Matthias Baldwin actually funded and helped get a school off the ground that was for black children long before black children were even allowed an education. Um, he paid the teacher's salaries straight out of his own pocket. He was an abolitionist who also fought for black voting rights 30 years before even slavery had ended. Um, what bothers me the most about this is that everyone has phones. So all they needed to do was Google his name. That's all they needed to do, and it would come up showing who he was. But what I worry has happened is they've literally gone up to the statue, judged the statue by his appearance of being like, oh, this is, you know, some old 800s white man. And then just assumed his position and acts that he would have committed, and have then directed violence at him, you know, vandalizing and trying to destroy the statue. And I just hate that because it's literally the exact thing they are fighting against. So that really bothers me. Um, I like to think there's a possibility that, unfortunately, there's been people trying to create negative press about the BOM protesters. And I obviously know that real like BOM protesters would not condone this at all. Um, this has just been people who are very arrogant who are or who are trying to, you know, put negative press against the BOM protesters. So I hope it's something like that, but either way, it's just, you know, really shocking. Um the second is the Cenotaph, which is a monument in London, uh, and it's towards the veterans of World War One and World War Two. And it's being vandalized as well with BOM tags. And yet again, I like to hope the people vandalizing this were not, well, weren't people who thought they were BOM protesters. Uh, because, you know, 
is just so disrespectful to so many people who fought for everyone's liberty and safety and have saved countless lives by fighting in the world wars. The thing is, without them even making the sacrifice, we could be living in a society right now where you would be executed for even speaking of protesting, where not even just black lives, but just any lives just would not matter, you know? Jews could still be being horrifically persecuted. It's just, yeah, I don't even, I hate to think about that, and I hate that people are vandalizing that. It's so disrespectful and just, it's just so stupid to be frank about it. Anyway, I want to move on to some of the main points of the discussion. So, I understand why the statues were destroyed in the first place. People have been petitioning for years for some of these statues to be removed, and nothing has happened. So, I find it completely inevitable that this is going to happen. Governments and societies and things like that have just not taken the opportunities to remove these. And how long can you wait before people are going to get frustrated, especially with the current climate, you know, before it's going to get destroyed? So I'm not surprised this happened. And there was petitions for these to be removed peacefully long ago. So, you know, in that sense, I can completely understand why they're being destroyed. Um... And change needs to happen. And I actually agree here that that some of the statue destruction is probably a necessary push that's needed for something to change about these statues uh, in how it's currently set up. Uh, so, for example, the first statue to be destroyed was Edward Colston in, Bris in Bristol, that statue. I think it was a necessary push. And furthermore to that, I'm... I've been especially shocked to hear that the King Leopold II statue in Brussels was still standing. Uh, I only found out it was still standing because uh, an acquaintance of mine who I think is from Belgium had posted petitions about it to have it removed. I find it shocking that the statue was still standing when there had been petitions in the years prior to this event happening. And I'm just shocked it was still standing. Um, King Leopold II is an absolutely horrific figure in history. I cannot believe there was still a statue of him standing without just even adequate plaques around it, educating people on how vile he was. And I can't imagine how people felt looking at that statue who knew about the history. Um, if you aren't completely sure of who King Leopold II was, um, he was... A, the king of Belgium, and he managed to get people to let him to go to Congo uh, as long as he tried to better the lives of the people of Congo there. Uh, this was in the very early 1900s, so, you know, humanist movements were pushing more towards, uh, you know, civil rights of black people. Obviously, it still wasn't great, but, you know, you get the point. Regardless, he went there, and obviously that was all lies. He instead horrifically exploited the country, exploited the people, tortured, murdered, um, had systematic brutality. He would cut off limbs of workers who didn't meet the, you know, the rotas for rubber production. You know, it, he was completely vile. I can't even, you know, he's just one of the most horrible figures I've ever seen during my time studying history, and there's a lot of them, so, you know, that's really saying something. Uh, so yeah, I just find it completely shocking. But, anyway, I want you to hear me out on this. So, I think the destruction of statues is actually censoring history. 
we are where we are now because of how we have learned from the past. And I don't think we can destroy and hide these parts of history that we have pushed away from. We have to face these more awkward relationships that we have with the past. We can look at these statues and we can compare where we have gotten in society today compared to these societies of the past. We can't look at our opponents and just answer with destruction. I think we have to educate so people can truly understand why these figures are so wrong, you know? We can't just censor and shame and destroy it. Do you think we should destroy all artifacts of points we disagree with? Or houses like state houses and palaces, farmlands built on built by serfs? Everything in the past will have something that we greatly disagree with. This is the nature of time passing and our societies improving. And I think it's ignorant to destroy them from our, our moral standpoint that's in the future. The history of objects is also so important. I did a course on object history, and you just learn how they carry so much from where objects were made, to who commissioned it, to why it was built, the public reception to these objects. There's just so much that objects like there's just so much that objects give you. And you just can't destroy them to censor our painful past. So I think we can place these statues in museums or in places just where is an educational context so that we can show all the negative things that we that they have done that these figures have done and educate people on why it's so wrong i think you don't even need to include the you know positive things that they may have done you know just because of how horrific these wrongs were um because edward Coulson, for fact uh contributed a lot of the infrastructure infrastructure of bristol but obviously this was built for his fortune from slaves you know so you can really just show this part of him you know under an educational standpoint um one of the ways i like to think about it is think of the perspective from someone who's maybe on the edge of how they feel towards the beyond protests in society in general if we don't try and educate them but instead just show a willingness for violence and destruction it could push them away and scare them away from our standpoints you know and our viewpoints and you just can't change society like this you need to educate them not scare and isolate them so that they will find people who think like them who won't you know make them feel threatened or that they'll just get attacked and who could essentially radicalize them Placing, them in, placing these statues in museums, I think, will take them away from this public context they have of celebration and like idolizing. And that's why I personally don't think they should be allowed to stay in public. Um, some people think that it should stay in public, but with these plaques and things that educate. But I think, you know, although you've got these plaques that educate them, there's still this kind of air of idolizing. And, you know, I think obviously you want to avoid that. Um... A really amazing uh, professor of social scientists, uh, the Jamaican-British historian Jeffrey Palmer, actually did an interview on YouTube recently. It's called A Slow Removal of Black History. Um, he is an absolutely fantastic historian and social scientist and an even more amazing black rights activist. And he believes that they should be kept in their place, but with plaques. Uh, that educate people and give them a historical context, which I think is great. But, you know, I, I just slightly disagree and think it should be museums, but I can see why that is a great point. Um, another thing I really, really agree with him on uh, that I think he's just so right with is that destroying these statues is destroying black history. 
you you know these horrible figures are so unfortunately involved in black history and you need to teach people about these figures and maybe even some of you know there's diaries and things like this off of you know people in the past who are black that will be connected to these figures so by destroying these statues you are just essentially potentially removing black history and you know obviously we have to maintain history and educate people um so that's pretty much everything i have to say on this a couple other points on object history that might that i've just kind of thought about now actually uh, but I'd also I'd had this discussion with uh, one of my family members before, which is what inspired me to do this podcast, and we briefly spoke about this. Um, another kind of object history that's quite controversial right now is Confederate flags in America. And my take on this is pretty simple: if uh, the flag was created during the the time period of the Civil War, I think it should be put in a civil uh, uh, museum. It should be put in a museum and also be used to educate people. Any flags made afterwards, I am personally fine with them being destroyed because they are nothing but symbolizing racism. And I've seen people upset saying that, oh, it's a sign of liberty because, you know, these were sovereign Americans fighting for their own liberty. And my answer to that is that, yeah, they're fighting for liberty, but they're fighting for the, the, the right and freedom to own slaves. They're fighting for the right to take away other people's liberty. And, you know, I don't even need to say how dumb and stupid that is. It's horrible. Confederate flags should not be shown in the way that they seem to be in America. It's so weird that NASCAR had to ban them being flown in America. I find it so weird that people are flying these flags proudly when <laughs> they're clearly for forcing, you know, away the liberty of black people. And ugh, I just I just can't understand that. So, yeah, that's my take on Confederate flags. But yeah, that's everything I got to say. Um, I think this episode has been way longer than I thought it was. Uh, episode, well, discussion. Uh, this discussion was way longer than I thought it was. I hope you can understand my point. I hope I didn't sound forced or condescending at any point. Um, but yeah, that's my point. I hope you can understand it. And I completely agree if you... Uh, not completely agree. I completely understand if you uh, don't agree with my point of view but i hope you can respect it and i'd love to hear your thoughts so i hope everyone has a nice day and i hope we can see some serious change in society and that these statues of some of these really horrible people does get changed you know i completely agree if the government just doesn't do something soon about this you know they're gonna have to get destroyed i just don't see how they can stay up in public the way it is so yeah that's everything